Jesus said, verse 13, Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost his savior, I want you to realize, has lost his. He has lost his savior. Amen. Amen. He has no saltiness. Anna, that's why he has no seasoning. Amen. Jesus says, yes, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing. But to be cast out and to be trodden down under foot of man. Think of it when your name is trodden down. When you always had a say. Your life said something. Somehow told the people who you are. Now that you have received the Lord Jesus. And as you lost or you lose You realize what happened? You are good for nothing. Now, check this. You are good. You are good. But for nothing. 
So when your name is spoken, it means nothing. You can be trodden down. The people has no respect to your confession. Your life has lost meaning and purpose. Because your saltiness is the only purpose that you have that has an effect to the world. You realize Moses had saber until he ran away and believed that his name means nothing. He was relaxing 40 years not thinking about purpose. That's when salt loses saber. And I want you to realize what happened with Moses. When he thought it is over that his life can no longer do any effect with it. comes Israel. He comes to Moses. Israel. came down as a favor of Saber. And his favor on Moses. Amen. Brought again Saber. Then the name Moses was turned out to be a name of a deliverer instead of somebody running away a man and wanted man blessed be the name of the Lord you can be good for nothing we understand that Jesus said ye are the salt of this world. You are the salt of the earth. But there is a but to them. Ensure that your saltiness remains. Hallelujah. Amen. It's in you to ensure that you remain seasoning. Amen. God bless you, my son. Amen. Verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Do you realize that? You are the light of this world. And he's saying a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do we a man light a candle and put it under the, bu the bushel. The bushel. It's called a bushel. It's a, it's, a, it's a dry measure holding uh, whatever it's something that will make sure that it covers the light. Amen. It's like a table. It's like a table. And it giveth unto all. He says, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Do you realize that? Do you realize what He says the candle must give light to them that are in the house. But you are the light of this world. Your light is effective in the house. But you are the soul of this world, of the earth. You understand that? Amen. So you, you, you have to have purpose inside and out. You can't be a light in the house. When you go outside, you have no savor. 
Obviously, if you have saver outside, it's easy for you to give light in the house. If a young man testifies about Jesus Christ, when he comes in here, he would want them that he testified to see the light continues. So some of us, we are not testifying, we tell nobody about the light of this age. You know why? Oh my! We are afraid. We are ashamed of the gospel. What will they say when they know I'm safe? So let me just tell you. Now we have got uh, some gomma They not ashamed. At school, you are ashamed for Jesus. They not ashamed of their faith. And travel. And they will bear in front of you all the time. <laughs> and cannot bring Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Why do you see that these scriptures are connected? The Lord actually put them together. The salt and the light. Because it makes every time when you put a light on, it makes a difference. Just make this example. Whatever you cook at home, eat it without the salt. And then put a little bit of a song. Goodness gracious. It's like something happened to the taste. That's why God says, You cannot give a sacrifice a short salt. Amen. God wants it too. But it should actually be good enough. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord. Do you love the Lord? Amen. 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 You may be seated. Because it was not me preaching. My service is. The fruits of obedience. We talk about the absolute obedience. If one needs to be salty, and one needs to sustain saltiness, you need to continue to produce the fruits of obedience. Amen. Obedience is better than sacrifice, the scripture says. And I need to I need to explain it to you. When the scripture tells us that obedience is better than sacrifice, it tells us that it is easy for us to do something for God. And not want to adhere to his commandments. It's good to do. But it's hard to hear. The scripture says that the Holy Spirit needs the one that can hear. And listen to me. Faith cometh by hearing. If you need the rapture, you need hearing. Are you getting that? That's what we're talking about. The fruits of the scripture requires that children should obey their parents. Obedience is required. It's a listen to me. It's a compulsory requirement to the youth. If you if you can make it in obedience, you will be a great parent. All you need is obedience to obey. Obedience is not to listen. 
Obedience is hearing and doing. And, and in obedience, we don't need to feel it like you feel like we want to do it. We don't have to. Amen. So when you hear it, even though your feelings does not fit in it, you have to submit to it. That's what obedience means. It's to do what you are told. Obedience also means to ensure the preeminent will of God. That God's will is number one in your life. Way above your feelings. Way above your understanding and intellect. Because our intellectual conception these days has actually made us to disrespect God. Because we know better than God. You You can see how people talk on the the social media. When it comes to God, the jokes they make in regard to the will of God. You can understand the undermining of God's will. And I tell you, this is what we have to fight for. Because if we do, we will produce leaders from the youth. In order for you to lead, you must be able to be led. So, these days, we don't see people or young people that are led. No. They have already. They are covered. They have already figured it out. But God, the Word of God, still requires obedience. The absolute obedience. The absolute obedience is to do the will of God without question. And to understand it, that this is his will, regardless of how painful it is to do his will. So the prophet really gives us to understand that the fruits of obedience is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Without an absolute obedience, one can never receive the Holy Ghost. Jesus, Jesus, as a youth, was fully obedient. In everything he was, he couldn't do nothing unless it was the Father who is directing it. That same Jesus is here also in a written form. And he still requires the same from us. He says, as the Father sent me, so send I you. I send you as sheep amongst the poor. Amen. Your obedience becomes your covenant. It's a power against the evil world. If you are obedient fully, you cannot be defeated or by peer pleasure. So that when you come amidst the friends and they do wrong and you do wrong too to be a soul is to be different because if they do wrong that's darkness reveal the light show them the light that's what God sent you 
And the light is nothing else but the word that is the word that is put in you. We teach you the word so that you can retain the light. You realize that the word of God revealed to you becomes the oil to your light. That's very important for us to understand. Amen. Amen. So you want to retain salt. Because wherever you come, you must give sense. Wherever you come, oh my, you must give taste. This world is without a taste. The governors of how they enjoy it. Bring the salt. Give them what they need. They need Jesus. And who is Jesus? It's you, the Jesus they need. I am the light of this world, Jesus. In the beginning was the word. And the word was uh, with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things was made by Him. And in everything that was made, nothing was made without the word. In Him was life. In him was light. And the light was the light of man. And the light shone in darkness. And darkness could not understand it. Darkness could not receive it. Then word which is light was made flesh and he dwelt among us that same way which was light is now in us praise God that's what gives you light that's what makes you light he says you are the light of this world why? because you have received the message Amen. Amen. Without the message, we have no light. Amen. You can be a Christian with the Bible, but you are still darkness. Without the light, the Pharisees, scribes, priests—they had the scroll, but had no light. They could not see the revelation of their time. The manifestation of scripture. They couldn't see it. So they couldn't manifest it. They saw. And the prophet said, These people had a little light about it. The Pharisees, they had a little light. But then they said to him, He was a Belzebub. When they said that, that little light went off completely. Now, I want you to understand who do you say that he is? You can see who he is in you. You can see who he is in you. You can still be a youth that is a soul. You can still be the youth that is a soul in this age. We know that in this age we have lost savor. But I tell you, it's a fashion to use savor. But you cannot remain a God given gift of light to the world among the people, among your parents, among your family, everywhere, everywhere, at school. It's nothing wrong to be a good person, even if it does not feel like. Amen. Saul does not ask questions. If it comes into a tasteless situation, Saul, you will. Oh my. You will taste it. Okay, you lose. Let's try it. This earth may have lost their taste buds, but they need more of the soul that the Lord has provided this age. We still have the youth that's still saying, "I stand for Jesus." That's what my friends. If they put you aside, stand for 
Jesus. If they all, if they isolate you, stand with Jesus. All of this day, you will realize it's because darkness in them cannot comprehend what you have. You, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It is the darkness in them that makes them to see you splendor. You are not strange. You are peculiar. Because the life in you cannot be comprehended by the darkness in them. Let's go. He are the light. Jesus did not say you will be. He said you are. Praise God. I'm not promising to give money to be the light. I'm not saying you should give money to be salty. Jesus said you are already. You just need it for You just undermine yourself. Praise God. What happened to Gideon? Who looked under and undermined himself? Amen. The angel came down from heaven. To do what? To tell him that you are the soul. Praise God. The angel told him, You are the light. He was looking around because he didn't understand who he is. The fact that you don't understand who you are don't mean you are not the light. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, You are the light. You are the soul. Now, now understand this. God is telling them, brought 
them out. It means they must ensure that there is no race of the Alamaka after they have dealt with them. Hear us. Glory, 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 glory. Amen. But then, when you read 1 Samuel 15, you realize that the Israelites they reserved Agag, the king of the Amalekites. And they 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 reserved also the 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 the, the, the uh, uh, uh. Fat oxen, sheep, and all that they saw they favored. Listen to me. It was a good intention because they wanted to do what to sacrifice them unto the Lord. Do you know many people of us? We come to the Lord. Amen. Amen. We have our own goodness. And when, when, oh my, when the Lord speaks to us, He says, deny yourself. He didn't say you should choose what you should deny about yourself or what you should take. He says, deny yourself completely. Are you hearing me? That's what the scripture says. But now these people here, they say, okay, we will reserve the, the, the fat ones. And our intention is to serve the Lord with your goodness can serve the Lord. The good things about you cannot serve the Lord. You need to throw away the bad and the good. When you give your life to the Lord, God has a message with the content to put into you. What is he doing? He's giving you an absolute transformation so that your life can be salty. I'm getting that. So, listen to me. What is hiding the life in you is the bushel. Of your good things and your good intention. Amen. Turn the tables when you hear my way. Harden not your heart. What are you supposed to do? Give God an absolute obedience. Saul, Saul. They were given instruction to blow out the Amalekites. And Saul the leader, I will repeat, Saul the leader, fought destroying all of them. It would be bad. Meaning, he says, God actually does not see what I see. He had his own view, his own perception that seemed good to the people. When they reasoned out, it was good, but it was contrary to the will of God. He came with it. Because now you stop smoking. You stop drinking. You stop all these things. But there are certain goodies that you bring along. Because you think your ability will serve the Lord. That's how terrible men can think. That he can help God. That's what we have in churches now. It's people who go out to help God. Because God has no way. He can't do nothing. He's inactive. People of God, our good intentions brings only death in the church. We don't see the manifestation of the power of the Holy Spirit because of our good intentions. The will of God is required and our absolute obedience can submit to it. 
When he faces Samuel, he thought he was facing man. But Samuel was God. As he began to shout, to praise, to pray, and say, Oh, Samuel, we have overcome the sound of the things that are that he made. Sometimes your perception about obedience will kill you. Yes. He said, I have obeyed. But, 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 but there was a noise of the sheep and the oxen. Samuel says, what is it that I'm hearing? Because these things, they somehow come when you are among the people to expose your nakedness. When you try to bring testimony and the sheep starts to beat and the oxen starts to roar. Oh my, your testimony becomes fruitless. Because there is a sound behind you. You are a great priest of God. But there is a sound behind you. You are a great singer. But there is a sound behind you. Hallelujah. There is a sound behind you. A good pastor. A good apostle. What is the sound I'm hearing behind you? It is the sound of lack of obedience. It is the sound of a mere sacrifice. And the Lord came and said, I have rejected this man. Oh, my people of God. That's why we are rejected in our prayer and our praises, in our worship, because of lack of obedience. We obey, but not fool. Because of good intentions. When a Christian does not obey, it's because of good intentions. You most probably will find a scripture why this a person does not obey. He always has a scripture, a particular corner, when the whole way tells you that men cannot live by way of the Amen. But by every way, that you see the Lord of the mouth of God. Amen. What is the sound behind you, man? You say you obey. Samuel told you that obedience is better than sacrifice. And hearkening more than the fact of the oxen. You think them fat. We impress God. That's the problem we have. We are trying to impress God. And in trying to do it, we lack. We leave little things undone. That's why the prophet of God tells us it's not the big things we do, but it's the little things that is left undone. Obedience. Obedience. If you have obedience, you remain salty. I tell you, 
Obedience keeps you so. All you do is to build your house on the rock. That's what obedience does. All you do is to, to join the city on the hill. Be identified. People can let them know that you found favor with the Lord. That you give the Lord your heart. Let the world know. Not by you speaking. By doing this. You hear me? It is by doing this that we declare the things. It is not by only saying. He says, I did not bring the gospel of where only.
So Lord, we want to receive your word. We want to be sold in. So that we may be the light in this lasting apostasy. A rejection of truth. A rejection of the word. The word has no more influence in this age, Lord. But Lord, you have given us the message so that we may be able to be salty and bring light in this condition. Oh, Holy Spirit, we submit ourselves today to you. Every hand that is raised, Lord, please, Father, would you please touch them. Let the touch of the Master's hand be upon every heart of every hand that is raised. As we repent and come back to you, that we be converted so that our sins may be blotted out. In the time of his flesh, Lord, when all things are restored, Lord, we give our lives to you and we submit to Jesus Christ today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Just turn around and touch somebody and say, God bless you. You are the light. You are the soul. Give me oil in my lamp. Give me burning. Give me oil in my lamp. I pray.